If you want to save loads of time, money, and most importantly, heartache, as an entrepreneur or maybe a wantrepreneur, listen up, because I'm going to share with you the three biggest mistakes I've made so far. I've made plenty, but these are the three biggest as an entrepreneur. And I'm doing this in the hope that you can avoid making the same mistakes. This is the Next Simple Step Podcast. I'm Paul Goldsmith. All right, here we go. My first biggest mistake as an entrepreneur is being a rugged individualist. It's just my nature. I love to get things done. I love to go fast. And uh, that means not always sharing my vision with others uh, for a lot of reasons, fear of judgment, resistance. They might slow me down. But you've heard the proverb, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. How many times do you or I need to relearn this one until it sticks? Let that ego go. That is a huge mistake. It's holding us back. None of us would be here without the sacrifice of people who came before. A ton of luck, and we're here in the greatest time of abundance in human history. You don't have to forage for food or walk miles on end to find clean water. You don't even have to go to college or the library to get access to all the world's knowledge. It's available next to free in your pocket. Amazing. Now, what are you going to do with all the world's information? Now, that's the key. The quickest way to burn out as an entrepreneur is to go fast through your day and go alone. It's imperative that you find A players, people that are incredible at the stuff you're not. That takes a little self-reflection, not easy. Find people that challenge you, make you better, easier said than done. But truly, are the people around you better? Do they challenge you? Do they frustrate you in the best possible way because they make you better? Money actually covers a multitude of inefficiencies, I've learned. You can burn through a lot of money hiring people that are pretty good, and they'll tell you what you want to hear. They'll tell you you're awesome. If you hire someone, chances are they'll even give you a card on Boss's Day that says best boss ever. It doesn't mean anything except they like getting a paycheck. That's it. I love to hire people to solve problems, but it's a quick fix. To really build the dream team as an entrepreneur, to build something great, it takes that soul searching. It takes finding those A players. The humility to actually hire people smarter than you and do the hard work constantly, continually to find out what makes them tick and focus on making sure their heart stays engaged with the work that you've given them. You have to build this coalition of the willing and it takes continual maintenance. Artificial intelligence can replace a lot, but not someone's heart. That's the future right here, building teams that are all in. And that really means that you're continually checking in with the members of your team to make sure their heart is still engaged with the work, that you're appropriately challenging them and helping them be the best version of themselves so you can build the best company that's possible. This is truly a mistake that I continue to learn from because I love to delegate and then move on, but sometimes forget that I have to stay engaged with the members of the team and make sure that they stay on the track, that they're still engaged. And one of my companies recently lost a star employee, so I was forced to kind of face this issue head on. It's a failure on my part. Anytime someone I've hired 
leaves, or at least that's the way I feel. It's one of two things. One, I didn't hire the right person in the first place, and that wasn't the case with this employee. They were a rock star. The second reason people leave is because you lost their heart. People grow and change, their dreams change, and you have to be along for the journey and make sure that they're appropriately engaged, that the work is appropriately challenging. Look at employees on a regular basis and decide, like, if I had a job today, would I hire this person? If not, you've got to make course corrections, right? And make sure that person is in the right seat on the bus. And they know it. They show up every day to give their full heart and mind to that position. And to do that, you have to find out what's on their heart. What do they really want to accomplish? There's really a great book about this called The Dream Manager by Matthew Kelly. The inspiration for The Dream Manager is actually a coach of mine, Mary Miller, and she runs a janitorial company, or did. She recently retired from that position. But in the janitorial company, that's a really hard industry to retain employees. And so what she figured out was that if she found out what her employees' dreams were and helped them accomplish their dreams, a lot of immigrants in English as a second language employees there that some wanted to become citizens or buy their own home or whatever their dream was, the company actually came alongside them and helped them develop a plan to accomplish that dream. And then employee retention shot through the roof because they knew the company actually cared and it was helping them accomplish their greater dreams in life. Highly recommend you check out that book, The Dream Manager, because losing touch with your employees' hearts is a fast pass to a diminishing company because great companies require great teamwork. And that goes back to being emotionally intelligent, slowing down to go fast because you have to make sure that you're appropriately engaged with each member of your team. I hope that's helpful to you that you find those A players and spend a lot of time in the hiring process to make sure that you're not hiring somebody like you or that you just like their personality, that you're really hiring somebody because they're in alignment. Their natural abilities, their unique abilities is something that is your weakness, is your area that you need the most support in to help the company go further. And I'm learning this continually and hopefully in the future, uh, it'll stick. So That's mistake number one, being a rugged individualist and not appropriately bringing your team or partners along and making sure that you're having those crucial conversations, those hard conversations about your fears, about your blind spots, about what really frustrates them at work and how you can work together to actually build a healthy company, one that you win together as a team. And it's not just making about you, the entrepreneur, look awesome (laughs) because that just doesn't work over the long term. Which brings me to the second mistake that I'd like for you to learn from because you have to decide to optimize for the long term over the short term. And this is a tough one. The mistake is optimizing the short term. I love my freedom. So I love the freedom of time, of not being tied down to certain meetings or emails, love maximizing my freedom. But what I've learned is discipline equals freedom. 
That's a Jocko Willink line. And I have actually have the t-shirt that says that discipline equals freedom, because that's so important to remember that you have to be disciplined to do what's important over the long term. And that really means when there's a difficult conversation to have, we have it sooner rather than later. Don't put it off. That also means that you're investing in the right things, that you're optimizing the things that is going to help your company, your project go further longer and not mask some of the problems. Wake up every day and decide, what are you optimizing for? Because there's a lot of things you could do today to really feel good about yourself. Uh, We all do that. But I know from my own wellness journey and working out that to get stronger or faster, you have to put in the work. You have to figure out what the long-term game is. Because short-term, doing what comfortable feels better, scrolling your phone, watching a movie, Doing anything but the hard thing is a lot more comfortable in the short term. But comfort is kind of the enemy of progress. And work is so important. It's so valuable. We spend so much of our time at work. And as an entrepreneur, you want to build something great, then you really have got to make sure that you're optimizing for the long term. Find out what the critical movers are in your company and really What do your clients want? How are you creating value for your clients? Again, not just leaning into what makes you feel good every day. That's the comfort trap. But what is going to really help you increase the value of your company to your clients and find out what that is? What do people hire you for and how can you become even more valuable to them? When it comes to an entrepreneurial business, The people that pay you are ultimately the most important indicator of the long term, right? And so if you want to attract higher value clientele, if you want to have retention of your clients or members, whatever the case may be, that really is it. We've got to have a great experience for our members, one that they want to tell their friends about, that they want to keep coming back, that is just a great experience every time they walk in the door. and. That really requires that uh, we also make sure that our team members, their heart and souls are in the game because if the team members aren't having a great time, then your clients will notice. If you take nothing else uh, from this podcast, I would say, ask yourself, what are you optimizing for? What's the goal you're shooting for? And make sure that your daily tasks are in alignment with that future optimization because I think Uh, Too often, we all very much have that short-term thinking, and you want to make a quick buck today rather than make $100 tomorrow. How can you get on the path to maximize your future profitability and not merely a short-term gain? The numbers are not great on first-time businesses. Find out what those KPIs, right? Key performance indicators. What is going to keep the cash flowing? You run out of money, game over, and you have to kind of go back to the beginning if you make mistake number two, which is optimizing the short term over the long term. And then mistake number three is getting shiny object syndrome. Man, I'm so guilty of this. I love trying new things, learning new things, hiring new consultants, you know, all these different things that are just kind of fun to try out. Sound familiar? If you haven't maximized 
the previous 10 things that you invested in, don't buy another shiny object. You can have toys, you can have uh, fun things, but when it comes to your business, your entrepreneurial enterprise, you really have got to focus on that long-term thinking and not falling for shiny object syndrome. We are all susceptible to a good sales pitch and there are entire industries of people that will sell you get-rich-quick formulas or systems or books and they're making the money off of selling those programs And so you have got to double down and make sure that this shiny object checks out. Is it going to help you with the long-term goals of your company? And have you appropriately utilized the things you've already invested in, the people you've already invested in? That really ties into the first two mistakes, right? Your rugged individualism, you might like new and shiny opportunities, but have you maximized the value of the existing opportunities? And I think about that in terms of, are you creating the most value for your existing customers? Are your existing customers referring you to others? If you're not maximizing the referrals, then you're missing out on an opportunity there. I'm telling you from my own mistakes here that this is one that trips me up often and I have to kind of go back for, have I uh, really utilized all the tools I have or am I just getting distracted by this latest piece of technology or this shiny object, whatever the case may be? I want to encourage you to take the next simple step in your entrepreneurial journey. Don't be a rugged individualist. Bring others, A players, along with you for the ride. Optimize for the long term over short term and don't get tripped up with shiny objects. What tools have you already invested in? What team members have you already invested in? And how can you maximize that investment today before you go invest in something else? If I can help you avoid some of these mistakes, then let me know. I'd be honored to do so. And you can sign up for a free discovery call. Just send me a text, the number 559-574-3210. Until next time, I'm Paul Goldsmith on the next Simple Step Podcast.